Welcome to the Get Offset Podcast. I'm Emily. And I'm Andrew. And I'm battling a cold. And I am not. Uh, also, I have allergies. Yeah. Ugh. I had bad allergies when I lived in California. I think I, I never got a test for it, but it might have been something like eucalyptus or something that's only down there. But I don't get them that bad up here. Like, not remotely like I do in California. Yeah, they're not as bad here for me as they were in Nashville, Tennessee, or Cincinnati, Ohio. But, oh, yeah, they still they still bug me. And when you have allergies plus I, a cold, it's just... Do that you, sounds you, pretty miserable. Do you ever have like that point in your colds where you just get really emotional? Because I always have that point in a cold where just like thinking about Joni Mitchell lyrics makes me like cry. Nope. Okay. I, I, I do get to the point of desperation when I realize that I forget what it's like to be able to breathe through my nose. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, like I physically like, what was that like? You've done it for 99% of your life, but what is it like? I don't remember anymore. It's been so long, even Ugh. though it's been like, you know, 10 hours and that's the man cold. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's true. I make jokes about the man cold, but I also swear I get it. Like when I get sick, I get real sick. I don't know. Yeah, men are weak. Let's just agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> I in all fairness, that's just part of my job because I I work I do event services, so I come in contact with like ton like hundreds of new people every week. Yeah, this where every no one watched. Like I swear, like oh the things I've seen. Um, yeah, but I'll like have someone come up. And they're like, yeah, I was gonna try and present from home this morning because I'm really sick, but I forgot that I needed to come to the office to get anything. So I'm right here. I'm like, okay, great. Uh, so I'm gonna reach up your shirt now, and then you know put this lav mic on your shirt that you've been snotting all over, and then I'm gonna leave the room and go wash my hands. Oh no, no, yeah. we're starting in 30 seconds. And Can't wash your hands. Yes, I'm not washing my hands. It's gonna be all over my keyboard as I'm handling the back end of stuff. But yeah, maybe just start carrying around wipes. Or I hate like that. Um, antibacterial goo but when I work events it's kind of like hooked to my belt loop like I'm not I'm, I'm working folk life festival um, the weekend after I guess this coming weekend so that's um, I'm working at Thursday Friday Saturday Sunday Monday and mm -hmm. I'm not just going to be around a ton of people who are attending, but I'm helping with vendor load in. So there's all these like vendors who some of them are quite like hippies. Uh, mm -hmm. And, you know, they got to go work this event if they feel like crap or if they feel great. And otherwise they don't make money. All it takes is one person to be sick and then everybody else gets sick the next week. Yeah. And then someone had the measles at the Seattle center pretty recently. Oh. Yeah, there's also uh, measles is at the at the high school on the t side of Seattle that I live on. I like I live like two miles down the road from that high school. Gosh, like, like yike! Like I had a booster when I was supposed to have it, and now my mom's texting me like, maybe you should go get a blood test and make sure you still have the antibodies. Like, oh gosh, I should never have had to do this. I should never mm -hmm. like like this shouldn't be a problem. <coughs> well placed, yeah. cut off. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't intentional, but not unwanted either. Yeah. I actually dated a guy in college who wasn't vaccinated against anything. Yike. He was so flippant about it. He's like, well, everyone else is vaccinated, so I'm fine. I'm like, oh, gosh. Like, why am I dating you? Yeah, I feel like that's like the kind of level of thought and consideration for other people that like if there was a zombie apocalypse, you'd trip one of your friends so you can escape. Yeah. 
I think it's like on that level of like, eh. yeah, man, I don't know. I felt like he and his brother got sick all the time and neither of them were vaccinated. So I don't know. I also, on the flip side, like hate taking medicine in general. And so I, I try. Is that a man to... thing? Because every, again, every guy I've ever dated or married, they don't really love taking medicine. I don't know. I honestly don't know. I, I know it's my dad thing. That's where I get it from. Yeah. Oh, gosh. I'll just be like, Rick, please take some DayQuil. When I got my, well, it's like if I'm like sick, sick, like I'll take something. It's reluctantly, but I'll, I'll take it because I know it's not doing me any good. Not. But like, for instance, when I got my wisdom teeth taken out, I like I refuse to take the painkillers. I'm like, I'm just going to deal with the pain. Oh, and that's God, it. why? That's so because dumb. painkillers are like opiates and that kind of freaks me out. And I didn't want that in my system unless I really, really needed to. And so I just ate a lot of fudgesicles to numb if the you pain. Just take, if you just take them as you need them, like that's fine. But the problem is when doctors yeah, prescribe a hundred pills. Me. For, like, like I don't I, trust it. I mean, you shouldn't like be jumping over yourself to get them, but like if you're in pain and you need one, you should take one. You just don't take a hundred of them because they're not like antibiotics. Right, right. But like, here's the thing. I hate needles and the idea of ever becoming a heroin addict willfully or not scares the death out of me. So therefore, opiates just out of the question for me as long as I have a say. Okay. I mean, I've had, I've taken codeine for coughs and I've been fine, but I get it. Yeah, I know. But pain is also bad. It's when you don't win unnecessary. Uh, pain on that is just note... weakness leaving the body, bro. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, so since I have a bit of a cold or allergies, I'm just drinking some green tea out of my brand new Purple Prince mug. Aw. Color coordination. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah, it's it's like a lavender color on the inside. It's got a little Purple Rain era Prince. Uh caricature on the outside and it makes me happy i'm glad i bought it it like is one of those things where you buy and we're so used to like two day shipping uh or maybe five days if it's really long this one pops into my arrive app and it's like uh should arrive in 14 days i'm like well how are they shipping it pony express uh yes how else would prince want that mug delivered by doves well, there you go. That It takes a long time for doves to fly from China. Especially when they're crying the whole time. This mm-hmm. actually was shipped from uh, Pennsylvania, I think. Sure. But it was, made in, it was made in China. It is by a company based out of Chicago. I'm reading the bottom of it. If it's not made in China, can it be called China? I don't think so. I think that's in, the point. Well, like in regards to like mugs and like fine China. I don't think so. Hmm. I've never considered that before. I should know this. I used to sell fine china. I sh- I really should know this. What? When did you sell fine china? <laughs> uh, it was a it was a rough summer where I really needed a job. That's that's when I did it. I, I was really hoping you were going to say on the army base. <laughs> I, it was. Oh. It was is when I, uh, I was visiting Why? my folks uh, home from the summer during college, and I needed a job. And there was a boutique shop in the mall on Ramstein airbase uh, ah. in the kmcc on the second floor right next to the movie theater if anyone's ever been there please shout that out like hit me up i want to know that we were both military brats or involved with ramstein somehow anyways i worked out there for the summer and it was a weird boutique shop of fine china on one side 
uh, antique furniture that was just kind of mixed in slash used as like stands for all the other merchandise what you could buy and then fair trade ethically sourced women's clothing oh that is and truly random it was a it was a it was a fun shop and i really appreciated that they hired me and put up with me i was the only dude that worked there and at that point in time i had like the the full handlebar mustache like had to wax it out to like the <laughs> side and um yeah I, I, it was a that was a time for me i, I really needed the money though and yeah. i got paid in euros so I hey, didn't have to conversion. pay taxes on it and because I didn't get paid over a certain amount. I didn't have to pay German taxes on it either. So it was just tax free money. I was nice. making like 10 euro an hour to basically sit there and work with like the three customers that would swing by in an all day shift because that place did not sell a lot. Did you get a lot of reading in? Uh, I got some reading in. I also got really good at like some really dumb games on my ipod touch because that's when that was oh wow i didn't have just dating yourself I yeah i had an ipod touch that you um, had an ipod touch in high school though is i think the iphone came out when i graduated iphone one came out when i was in like sixth or seventh grade i think oh. i remember specifically that one of my friend like one of my rich friends got one uh and uh, we were poking fun of them. Like, it's only got one button. My flip phone's got like 11 buttons. What say you? Like, as if somehow the touch screen didn't count as infinite buttons. We didn't really, <laughs> we didn't really quite understand that. We're like, well, uh -huh. touch screen technology is like so far, like is like so new. And we had no idea that it's been around since the eighties and like that kind of stuff. We just had no idea. Oh man. That reminds me of one of my recording technology classes. Uh, it's just like people not knowing when technology comes out. The professor asked, uh, so does anybody know when like digital recording started? And I was like, oh, that started in the 80s. And some guy behind me huffs, oh, they didn't have computers in the 80s or something dumb like that. Oh, no. and he's like, yeah, Emily, good. Yeah, it was in the 80s. Uh, one of the first albums I think that was re released on a major label that was recorded digitally was uh, Dire Straits Brothers in Arms. And I was like, yep. aha, suck it, idiot. <laughs> Nailed it. Yeah. And I always said I, that class was weird because I sat next to a guy who would just spend the class Googling himself. Like, like, like actually going onto Google and then looking up his name and seeing if anyone said anything about his open mic nights or whatever. Did I go viral? Did I go viral? Did I go viral? Did I go viral? Sure didn't. <laughs> Good. Um, sorry, if that if that gentleman is listening, I I don't really feel any malice or hate for, for the fact that you didn't go viral, but uh, well, I maybe a little bit. I don't know. I just didn't think he was very good. Well, some of the people that go viral aren't exactly either, though. So he was too mediocre to go viral. Yeah, you need like shock value. You need like pineapple pen. Like you don't have to be talented to pull off pineapple pen. You just have to pull off pineapple pen. Yeah, not everyone's a Rebecca Black. Pineapple pen. I don't know what that is. You don't know what that is? No. I almost want to like stop the episode and make you watch it right now. And I want How like a live right reaction. Now? Is I that want, on YouTube? I, yeah, just type in like pineapple oh. pen. I'm sure it'll come up. All it's right. not even it's only like a couple of minutes long and I want to hear a your minute? like live react. I want to hear your live reaction to the whole thing. Okay. I gotta take this off my um I don't want the long version. There's always there a ten hour version. There's always a 10 hour version on YouTube. Okay. That's like when you're 
Your okay. coworker oh, leaves the computer unlocked. I think I could do these dance moves. Right? I have a pen. I have an apple. Uh, apple pen. I have a pen. I have pineapple. Uh, pineapple, pineapple pen. pen. That's pretty much the whole song in, in a nutshell. I didn't like that. <laughs> How many views is it at right now? 262 million. See, there you go. <laughs> Point proven. That wasn't even like weird enough. I, I don't know. That's just I don't like, know. That was pretty freaking weird. I mean, I've watched old Greg a bunch of times, but I didn't feel like that was weird enough. I, I, I think that was plenty weird enough, and I quote that to this day uh, okay. at spontaneous intervals. Ah, uh, well, I, I'm sorry I didn't give you the reaction you were hoping for. What's That's new okay. for you? What's new for me? Uh, well, why don't I start with like what I'm per- currently putting into my body, and then I can tell you oh, about Oh, yeah, other I forgot. Things. Yeah. I... Uh, I barb. It's barbecue season. It's it's warm enough in Seattle where I can get away with it if it's not raining. It's a grill not that season. I ever, not like I stopped. Like I like when it snowed like down in February. Like I was still grilling prots on the back porch. But it, like that was just because it was fun. Like now it's like this is just when you barbecue. It's too hot to like turn on the oven. Grill. Yep, and salad for dinner. I mean, like no, like. What good story has ever started off with? So we are the bar having a salad. Uh, it just good <laughs> stories don't start like that. No, uh, you, know, so anyways, you, don't, you don't. You don't. You don't bond over salad uh, unless you live in LA, and then it's kale slash a smoothie, and then you bond over it. And I don't. I, you know, I don't bond over I, how much you wish you were eating a burger. Something like that. I don't know. Like I, I don't hate kale, but I also don't. I don't miss LA for the kale. Oh, I hate kale. Anyways, so it's barbecue season, and I got a little grill. Well, I I, I do have a grill, but I, I I did kebabs yesterday, and I haven't done kebabs in a long time, and I'm really actually kind of proud of how it turned out because I did a like an adobo pepper and pineapple based marinade. Nice. And it it turned out a little sweeter than I planned on because I didn't measure anything and overdid it on the brown sugar just Ooh. a tad. But then it like it caramelized a little bit more than it, it normally would have on the grill, so. I did pork and uh, pork kebabs, and then I've got zucchini, bell pepper, mushroom, and red onion on the other kebabs. Oh. So I did that. And, oh, and then I used uh, I used one of the bottles of Secret Aardvark I've been holding on to for a while. Oh, nice. Uh, we had some shrimp as well, so we put uh, marinated shrimp in the Jamaican jerk sauce. Nice. And then grilled that up, and that was actually really, really tasty. Secret so. Aardvark hot sauce. I love them. Yeah, I, I, you know, I was a little thrown off because I felt like it might be a little on the pricey side of things and uh, for how much lo- like physical like amount that you get. And I don't regret it at all. That was so yeah, good. Yeah, it's very different. I mean, it's not Valentina's or whatever. It's 
it's it's not like a vinegary hot sauce it's got those chunks of actual you know vegetables and things and whatever it was that shrimp turned out crack and i didn't Mm -hmm. even marinate it for that long nice yes and then my drink today is a fremont beer company uh summer american pale ale fremont brewing yep yeah that's owned by women thank you for supporting women-owned businesses in seattle and portland because uh secret aardvark sauce is also owned by a woman heck yeah well there we go i didn't even know i knew that about secret aardvark i didn't know that about fremont yeah it's one of the really cool things about them fremont just got great beer Uh, yeah and this can is like neon orange and you know how i feel about orange you love orange I do. That's why I pulled this off the shelf the first when I first moved to Seattle. I was like, well, why don't we try this? It's orange. How bad could it be? Yeah. Uh, cool. Um, do we want to move on to sponsors? We could talk about sponsors. And I guess part of my what's new is uh, part of our topic for the day. So why don't we talk about sponsors? Who's our first sponsor for the day? You, as into the everybody. Me? I'm a sp- Oh, that's right. I am. Okay, cool. Well, uh, where do I begin with this? I didn't even rehearse this. Good grief. I feel like I should have like looked in front of the mirror and like, yes. coach myself through this. Uh, so if you, if you don't know, I own and run Fox Cairo Pedal Toppers. And if you are not aware, we've kind of been on a break for a while. And the reason for that is it started off as kind of like a fun hobby, just doing stuff, and it ballooned pretty quickly. Uh, I've been was super excited from like the months of like October to January, how fast, like I was getting a bunch of orders. And I realized uh, the first time I had someone message me like, Hey, where are you going to, where are you going to get back to me? And I realized I had dropped the ball on someone for a couple of weeks. And I completely forgot that I was supposed to message them back. I was like, you know what? I need to reevaluate everything. I don't want that to be a thing again. I don't want to drop any, like the one is too many times. So I've been working on building like a website and a whole bunch of other stuff on the business back end and doing a whole lot of research. And I, the original plan when I went on break in February was to start back up March 1st. And I still haven't officially started back up in a full launch. And there's been a handful of reasons for that is that there's some really exciting stuff that I wasn't planning on happening in the off season that came up. Um, and so I'm really excited for some of the announcements that are coming up soon. In the meantime, I am going to be accepting a handful of orders uh, over the next couple of weeks just to get some more product moving. I don't have a website. That's going to be the type of thing where you just shoot me an email at foxchiro at gmail.com. That's F-O-X-C-H-I-R-H-O at gmail.com. Let me know what you want. If I don't, if I'm not able to make what you want, uh, we can bookmark that and we can come back to that when I have that product available. But yeah, that's Kind of the long story short is if you've been waiting on me, shoot me an email and I'll try to get an email or get a topper sent your way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. Um, Very exciting thing for the future. I really can't wait. Like I'm like. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I know some of the things that you're working on and I am very excited for you. They're going to be big. It's going to be huge. Huge. Yeah. Um, speaking of huge, uh, we still have a couple Huge pedals left at spruceeffects.com. Huge. Yeah. So uh, if you're into triangle-based muff-type pedals. With if a you're three just band into destroying your sound, pedal, heck yeah. Yes. Germanium Boost, beautiful artwork, the color of the year, pink. Get on it. And if you're a brand 
and you would like to sponsor this podcast, we are uh, having discussions with a few brands right now about uh, sponsoring the show. We'd love to have you reach out to us um, because sponsors make our little world go round a little bit easier. They do, and we appreciate the sponsors that have sponsored us up to this point, as well as the sponsors that will be sponsoring future episodes. We're yes. just hammering out some of those details. Uh, but yeah, just shoot us an email. Uh, check out the website. We've got some of our sponsorship rates on the website. And while you're at it, go ahead and pick up like like a hat or a t-shirt or something. Yes, you listeners can sponsor our show a variety of ways. You can leave us a nice review. Uh, Andrew, we got our second one-star review. I didn't know about that. But no one, no comment was left on that one. So it was just a blank one star review. Yeah, love it. Love it so much. Uh, so fetch. Uh, I feel like we we're starting to like finally make it. We've got people that hate us. Yes, people that listen and they don't like us. Uh, so Yay. if you're listening and you don't like us, I'm sorry. There's not a whole lot I can do about my personality that I'm willing to do. I don't know. I'm a people pleaser. Tell me what I need to do differently. Yeah. Yeah, you can tell Andrew what he needs to do differently. I probably won't do it, but you can try. Yeah, yeah, you can try. Um, I like it. I prefer people either be nice to me or not say anything at all. I'd prefer people just to lay it all out there. Okay, lay it all out at Andrew. Like, like talk to Andrew if you have problems about me, because otherwise my feelings are going to get hurt. Lay it on me thick with multiple C's. <laughs> Yes. Cool. <laughs> uh, I don't know how to transition from that. I, you know, I, I think that's just that should be the episode. Yeah, we're done. Oh, so finished. You know that sometimes. Yeah. Do you ever just really struggle, Andrew, to 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 make yourself spend money on the things in life that aren't fun? You mean like taxes? I mean, like taxes. I mean, like uh, gas money. Oh, I hate paying for gas. It just feels like I feel like I want my car just to work. Yeah, we can get an electric and going car. To the gas station is such. I feel like I'm like not paying for anything. I know, like honestly, like I know in my head that that's not true. Yeah, but especially since I don't see the gas physically going into my car, and my I've never had my car run out of gas. Like I find myself questioning, like, is the earth really round? I mean, is <laughs> does my car really use gas or is this just all a scam? Is it just like pumping hot air into my car? Do you drive a Prius? Uh, we've got a Prius and an Outback, okay. yeah. I thought so. Uh, no, I mean, like, I, I think that one of my biggest struggles in terms of spending my money on my gear is, is spending money on those things that you know you need, but just aren't fun to buy like a guitar pedal a delay pedal really fun to buy a power supply and yeah power supplies cables not historically that fun to buy and don't even get me started on power conditioners am i right i won't you know what a power conditioner i I don't know but you don't know what a power conditioner is i don't know let's talk about it Talk it's about boring. It, talk about it, talk about We've it. already had the most exciting part of the episode anyways. Why don't we just talk about boring stuff? Yes. Buckle in, kids. It's going to be a boring ride. Keep your hands and feet inside the vehicle at all times for your safety. Yes. No. If at any point in time you find yourself yawning, a little plastic <laughs> thing will drop from the ceiling. Make sure to put it over your face before putting it over others. <sighs>
Also, make sure to have consent before doing that because that's just weird. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, this is going to be real boring if you can't tell. No, it's not. It's not going to be boring. Um, I'm just glad that there are some companies out there that are making those traditionally boring purchases fun. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I I love locally based companies. Sinusoid. Because you can really customize the products that you buy from them. Like I got to buy a power supply for um, uh, my uh, walrus uh, <laughs> a, pow- a power a cable, cable. A power cable. An yes, IEC right, power-, power cable. Yes, I got to buy one of those, and I got to pick the length, the the color of it. So now I have a bright pink power cable that I'm never going to lose on stage. Because it's my color versus all this, these other black cables, and I have like my red runway audio cable, and I have my purple sinusoid cables, and like that just makes it a little bit more fun to buy, especially when you can look at all the options that sinusoid has for their TechFlex, uh, like different stripey colors, different patterns. They just got a new one called a uh, Neapolitan. Did you name and- that one? No, 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 no. I, I wanted to call it something else and someone beat me to Neapolitan. But Neapolitan, fun fact, is my favorite ice cream flavor of all time. It's three flavors, though. Is that the- It's a flavor. Sure. It is the way that it all comes together. If you, And then when I go to In-N-Out and I get a milkshake, I order Neapolitan milkshake. That's when it's all blended together. It's just the right amount. Just the fact that it's in like three different slots when you get it in an ice cream tub, that's just deconstructed. That's hipster. We've talked about this. We have talked about deconstructed foods. It's just a deconstructed ice cream flavor. What's so wrong with that? Uh, but when you, if you mix all those three colors together, it's just going to be like this weird greenish brown. Why would there be green? What kind of Neapolitan ice cream you eat? I don't, I don't even eat like the like real ice cream with Neapolitan. Like I like in college, I would get like the giant like clear tub with a red handle, and just Gross. leave a spoon in. Like I would just leave oh, a spoon in there. I wake up first thing in the morning, get a cup of coffee, and just grab the tub, sit down on the couch, watch like an episode of TV, and eat ice cream straight out of the tub and drink my coffee and then probably put on some pants and go to class. Things that you, college can, things you can only do and not weigh 300 pounds in college. Like, wow. Yeah. I didn't start really gaining weight till after college. Yeah. I lost but, weight in college. Anyways. Yeah. So the Neapolitan flex from Sinusoid is super sick. I, I dig it. Yeah. I like, I like the rainbow color a lot too. Um, I love their lavender color. Uh, probably next time I, get cables um i'll do that but even like the patch cables you can make different colors and i think that's dope yeah i mean it's super cool and all but anyways to to move on a little bit just so we don't spend the entire episode talking about how cool sinusoid is is that uh, just it's easy the, to I, do that yeah and, and and they're they're friends of mine and so it's hard to uh to not want to talk about how cool they're all hey, day they're, they're friends of ours friends of ours yes i can't wait for albie to move here Oh, same. It's going to be legendary. Anyways, mm. uh, but yeah, no, it's just the, the overall idea of the the topic being is that there's stuff that was not at one point in time and either still is or has become more exciting. Yeah, and um, I think a lot of people are trying to do that with the utility kind of pedals now. Yeah, we see that with utility pedals for sure. JHS uh, just launched a line. For NAM, uh, I know it's something like Radial, the company Radial has done for a while. 
but honestly, there's nothing that exciting about what radial has. Like I've got my ABY box is a radial and it works great, but it's ugly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think the Swiss things by Earthquaker looks cool though. I have for, have no life. I have, I have no idea how I would use that. Yeah. Uh, Jamie, Julie, if you're listening to this, I'm sorry. I don't, I don't know if like, I see what the, the point of it is and I don't know if I, I don't know. I don't want to. Okay. How about this? I don't think that the Swiss things is for me, but I've seen other people use it in really cool and incredible ways. And I'm not sure if that is a statement about how uncreative I am or this a statement about the particular needs of the gear that I use. How about that? Well, I'm sure it has a lot to do with how uncreative I am. What I what something I have seen that was really cool actually just popped up on GearSwap was uh, I forget the name of the brand, but it's like that octagon shaped box. It's just like a patch bay, basically. Oh yeah, I've seen those. And I've always thought that would be super handy for uh, just for like live demo kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And because I've I've been toying, I do a lot of live streaming for my day job. I've been playing around with starting out how to like stream within the group to show off some of the pedals and techniques and having some fun with it. And so I've thought about getting something like that so I can show like A, B, like what's like if you put it in a different order. Mm-hmm. And those can be, get, be purchased used for like a hundred bucks. And I don't want to go spend a ton of money on like a ES5 or something. Oh yeah, totally. No, I agree. I think that those are... Th- that would be really cool to just be able to switch up the order of things on the fly or at least relatively on the fly. Relatively on the fly. And the, the other cool thing about that is if you got stereo in and stereo out on a pedal, yeah, it uh, you can put this like, so I've got uh, like the avalanche run is I could, or like the pyramids is I could run the flange in two different points in the chain at the same time. In mono. Interesting. Yeah, think about that first. That, that wouldn't that be crazy? Yeah. Like in the front of your your dirt, and then after your dirt in yeah. series. I like that. Uh, and like That's I've seen with cool. like the avalanche run, if you if if you've never tried this, like with a stereo delay or a uh, reverb, um, go so you for your input from the signal into the um, left input, out of the left input. And then back into the right input, and then from the right input out to your amp or the, the rest of your signal chain. So it runs through your pedal twice at the same point mm-hmm. in your chain. Interesting. But that'd be a lot easier to just like quick patch in with the with just to for the sake of testing it out. And because I like to to I've got all my pedals. I actually don't have any pedals on the pedal board right now. Uh, weird. All, That's really weird for you. That well, it's straight. Well, partly because I'm prepping. Um, going through like inventory of what I've gotten looking if I need to sell anything and slash just kind of cutting down because I'm getting ready to move but uh yeah. just locally it's just a local move no big deal and yeah. um yeah so I but I want to be able to just like grab a couple of pedals off of my pedal shelf which is a skateboard right now uh, on the wall and nice. just like plug them in just play around with the order and stuff I feel like something like that would be super cool mm-hmm. and I you know I kind of expected that to take off more than it did when I first saw that hit the market yeah, I I guess I I wonder why it didn't. I mean, I I probably wouldn't really know what to do with it. Um, one thing that's I have that's kind of in that vein, in some ways, is a Klein bottle, and you can change the order on that with a couple easy sw- uh, switch swaps of the knob um, between three different pedals. 
All right, so here we go. It's the uh, the one I was just talking about. It was the Board Brain Music Patulator 8000. Board Brain. Board Brain is all one word. It's on Reverb for 120 bucks with free shipping new. Ooh. And the used ones are... What are these people thinking? I got one for a hundred plus ten dollars shipping, so it's ten dollars less for a used one. And then there's a hundred and ten dollars plus twenty dollars shipping from Crazy Steve's Pizza Emporium. Steve, your boy Steve, it's new for a hundred and twenty plus free shipping. You're charging more for a used unit, bud. Yeah, but these are those <sighs> little CV patches. How does that? work oh it's just an in out right do you need cv pedals this should come with a no you don't need cv pedals because your inputs are on the side of each octagon That's, ah i see i see That's and cool. then so from there and then you've got your brain is connected to all of your pedals so if it's got oh, and you, channels, patch, you patch them in different directions and that's how that works right right i wonder if they make you know we're gonna do a little bit of safari here now um uh, where's Try to find the shot for board brain. Yeah, also like they, they include like green pedals, so it looks kinda This is really cool. Green cables. Yeah, it, it's super rad. I think this is a great example of like um fun like utility. Making, fun utility. Like this is the kind of rad stuff I want to see. Um it looks like they only make an eight channel one. Yeah. Oh, here we go. We've got a board brain music terminal, half normal patch bay hub. What is this? For $95 plus $6 shipping, this is a, this adds routing flexibility to signal chains of guitar effect pedals, electronic instruments, and other audio devices. What does the routing look like on this thing? This is another, I haven't seen this one before. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not even sure what it does, but it looks cool. Yeah. Uh, oh, it looks like it's like a, like a looper for like four different channels within Huh. Not quite sure. You know, I'll have to take a, another look at this. And this is yeah. right back to where I think this is where there's my creativity needs a little bit more time to warm up. Yeah. And I think maybe just like actual literal time to screw around with things is something that I've not had in spades lately. Yeah. Which I, I want more of. But yeah. anyways, yeah. So that, that patulator is super rad looking. That I think cool. that's a great that. example. I think. That kicks, uh, that kicks some serious batootie in terms of what it does. Batootie. Oh, Lord. I haven't been, uh, you know, I think I got meowed for the first time. Was it last episode? Yeah, it might have been. Uh, didn't you forget to meow me? No, no. I forgot about it until I went to edit. And I was like, ah, come on. That's what it was. Uh, yeah. If For those following along at home, we do uh, meows instead of bleeps. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Um, and the other thing I think that we were going to talk about are guitar picks. I I personally, like, I have fun buying guitar picks. I I, uh, I have a couple of those little gravity jazz picks uh, with the really pointy edges and the real, like, smooth edges. I love them. I think I'm gravity's surprised. done a lot to make picks cool again. Yeah, though I, I was sad they wouldn't let me put... F yeah, uh, on the picks. They said well, no bad words. I mean, yeah, but on the other hand, like 
I also like don't put like I won't let people put profanity on the Fox Cairo pedal toppers. Like I, I just uh, I won't make that. I'm sorry. Uh, I just it I don't was a want positive. It was a positive thing. I know it's a positive. I just don't want that to be like a representative of my brand, though. You know, and that's I get it. That's people. I think that's a brand's reasonable right. I will say if somebody comes along with a similar and also good product, and let's say for the F word on the picks, I'd be into that. Um, I'm pretty boring when it comes to picks. Um, and I don't lose picks the way a lot of people do. I don't know. Like I haven't bought a pack of picks since I, since I quit guitar center actually. It's like one of my, my last, my last purchases. I bought uh, a couple bags of picks and that's been, I got, I play with two different kinds of picks and they're pre- they're they're both Tortex. I play with nice. Tortex, the uh the yellows and the purples. And that's about it. And then I've got some uh Fender heavy triangles for when I play bass and I'm using a pick. And I cool. to clarify I don't always use a pick when I'm playing bass. It has it does have a purpose at a certain point in time for a particular sound, but I prefer in general to play with my yeah. fingers. You can't get that wall of sound sound without a without a guitar pick on your bass guitar. I'm not going to say that you can't, but well, that's how Carol Kay did it. I, I it, it's it's a definitive sound. It has its place. I don't yeah, know. I'll I'll play it for certain things, and I'll also if I'm playing bass on the whole, I'll I'll stick with the fingers though. Well, you uh, can't do funk slapping with a pick very easily. Not really. No, not as far as if someone's able to do that. Let me know because I want to see that done. That'd be wild. Um, yeah, but that's picks. I don't know, I'm pretty boring with picks, but I, I appreciate like kind of what Gravity's done. And I, I think it's super sick that what they were doing with putting like people's brand names on it, because that's something that I've been doing for Fox Cairo pedal toppers. Mm-hmm. Um, which I guess quick aside, if you're a brand and you want your brand name on your volume pedal or your boss pedal or whatever, like let me know. Cause yeah. I'll do that. And I've done like discounted brand rates for you to help promote your stuff. Cause that's, that's the whole fun of it. Yeah, really I know. think that's cooler than just slapping a sticker on it. Yeah, I know. Like the our friends over at the Gear Slum, I just um, was reminded that I did a round of Boss pedal toppers for them because uh, Cole just posted a picture of his his Looper pedal with the yeah. Gear Slum logo on it. That yeah. was super cool to see. Like that makes me smile. Yeah, made me smile too. Uh, yeah. So power conditioners. I know you're ignoring that topic, but that's something. I'm gonna. I I might even make the argument of of the things we've talked about that might be the most impactful for the gigging musician of the things we've talked about so far. What they just got to tell me what it is. Cause I might have just know it by a different like phrase. Like I might just call it that thing over there. My vocabulary is not the best. Um, like the most like recognizable power conditioner I've seen like everywhere is like a Furman. Uh, it was like MX 88, I think something like that. Yeah, um, no, I don't have one of those, but yeah. So power conditioner, is the idea of power conditioning is just like cleaning your power so on and so forth so if you you know like you go to a venue and you plug in your amp and it's like way noisier than if you were to plug it in at home yeah um part of that is like if it um like if you've got like uh i've seen this with churches a lot well they've got like the light faders uh like the slider lights where you can like kind of fade in the lights in and out or whatever right um, right but they don't have like a full light board in the back it's just kind of like built into the wall it's just like the light switch but then that's on the same circuit as all the audio stuff. And so when you turn on the lights, you get that hum. Um, yeah. But power conditioning is helpful for that kind of stuff. And so 
I haven't mean to get a rack mount power conditioner because the power in my current building isn't the super cleanest. And any anytime I go out, I swear it just I can't rely on that being a thing. So I know they make smaller than like a rack mount power conditioner. Um, I use I there's power conditioners and all the equipment I work with at my day job. Um, that's just it's just a it's the most boring piece of equipment we've talked about so far. But in terms of getting that noise cut down for your 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 floor noise, I mean that's super helpful. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, so like you can get like a nice like uh, like I've got my Voodoo Labs um, pedal power plus and ISO five, and those have, were a huge jump for my daisy chain in terms of overall power. Yeah. Um, not to say that daisy chaining is never acceptable because there's, it's all, it's all more complex than that. I'm not dissing daisy chains across the board, mm-hmm. but it made a difference with how many pedals I run in my rig as opposed to daisy chain. But then the next level up from there is like also running a power conditioner. And that is also even more helpful. Yeah. Not fun, so, but helpful. Obviously I'm not promising that like, that's going to take out all of the, noise out of your sound because there's a number of different things that can introduce noise into your signal at various parts along the chain and power conditioner isn't guaranteed to just fix that for instance if you've got your single coils i mean there's 60 cycle hum is 60 cycle hum and brian's cackling hiss is going to be in there somewhere to to Mm -hmm. haunt your tone oh yes that is like the no amount of clean power is going to take out the fact that 60 cycle hum is a thing, which yeah. honestly I think is part of the charm of single coils actually. Yeah. But mm-hmm. you get my point though. Like I, I think a power conditioner is really helpful. And so it's, it's mm-hmm. super boring, but that's part of the reason of it being boring is why I haven't picked one up yet. Yeah. So you just need to do it. Well, maybe someone's going to make them fun. Yeah, I, I think that's that's a, that's the challenge for whoever's listening to this. If if you want to make power conditioners cool and rad and all that, then like, do it. Do it. Just, just do it. Just do it. Just do it. <laughs> cool. Um, well, I don't think I have much more to add to that conversation. Uh, I guess I. Uh, I'll, I'll just close it out with a general statement of we're all musicians. Therefore we're all artists and art is about self-expression and shared experience. And I, I think the, if stuff doesn't look cool, it's not going to be inspiring. And I think that's an important part of mm-hmm. what we do as musicians. I so absolutely agree. I'm a fan of anyone who takes pride in the aesthetic side of things, whether it be on a, on a, self-biased note like fox carol pedal toppers all about that and how that i think is important and empowering for musicians but also like it's a sinusoid and like anybody else who's done like quality utility pedals i mean you get the idea mm-hmm. yeah cool well uh everyone listening thanks so much for listening thanks for understanding uh check out our merch at getoffsetpodcast.com. we already Shop. spread that i'm just giving it again and join our <laughs> facebook group join our facebook group but seriously, buy a shirt. Buy a hat. The hats are really cool. For fun's sake, just buy a hat. Yeah. Well, bye. Bye.